You're listening to Scarif Bay Community Radio and this is Around the Parishes, the programme where we go all over East Clare every week to find out what's happening in all the different areas. Today, our focus is in Broadford and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by our correspondent in Broadford, Martin Cooper. Martin, you're very welcome again. Thank you very much. How are you, Jim? Very well, thank you, Martin. Martin, I hear um, Broadford is um, really being connected with the rest of the world recently. Yes, um, as you know, Jim, we've we've spoken over the last few years about uh, poor internet connectivity in uh, Broadford and the surrounding areas. Uh, But uh, that situation's been resolved now, thanks all due to the National Broadband Plan. So as of just before Christmas... um, uh, we were, or households were able to connect to the, the new national fibre network, and uh, uh, and I include myself in that. So absolutely delighted, and uh, I think people have been connected you know, more, more or less daily. You, you can see the uh, the companies out on the streets uh, connecting people up, and uh, it's gone down very well. People are absolutely delighted. Good. And how do you find it yourself? Excellent. Yeah, it's very good service. Uh, I have to say, I, I can't fault it, uh, and I can't fault the efforts of the company that came along to to install it. There were a couple of minor uh, hitches along the way that they they had to resolve because you know the, we, people have got long drives and there's um, ditches and all the rest of it in the way in in many instances. But they seem to be working hard to resolve those and get people connected. Very good. um, I've not heard anybody yet who's had a a bad experience. Excellent news. And does it matter, Martin, who your normal supplier is? Can you go with a number of companies? You can go with, um, uh, I think there's a list of about 20 companies you can go with on the National Broadband uh, website. If you look up your air code on their website, it'll come back with the availability and give you a list of uh, uh, potential providers. There's all the uh, the normal big players out there, as well as some of the smaller ones um, who who, have, who, have been, who thankfully have been offering other services in the interim, in 4G and and, and wireless services. They um, many people may have those services already today, uh, but you can stay with your provider if you're happy with them and, and move over to fibre. Yes, that's marvellous altogether. Well, you broad for people won't know themselves in 2023. No, exactly. <laughs> Good. And listen, you have, uh, we're coming up next week, uh, is it? You have uh, a GA Camogie celebration. We do. So um, looking back over the over the, the last year, um, the Camogie the Club and the uh, underage hurlers are joining forces for a uh, get-together in the Village Hall on, on Monday, the uh, 6th of February, uh, primarily to celebrate the under-14B uh, Komogi champions for last year, as well as our under-13 plate winners, and then the under-15 under hurlers rather also had a, a, a good year and uh, um, and, and won, won a shield in, in their competition. So the um, nice, nice evening of celebration. I think it's a, a good opportunity, you know, as we close or we've closed out last year and Christmas is over and and you know. It's, you get back into training, but it's a slow start until the first matches come around. So it's a good opportunity to get families together, um, keep the interest there, and um, look forward to the coming year as well. Lovely, lovely. And the hall is a very suitable venue. Uh, we were there recently recording the book launch for uh, Pat O'Brien, 
and um, it's such a it's, it's such a fabulous place. It's one of those places, Martin. That's it looks bigger inside than it does outside. It does, yes, yes. It's, it's deceptive, um, but you know they've done such a lovely job inside. We're, we're, we're very lucky to have that, and uh, like like most of the or all the meanness really in the village. It's all central within yes. the village, and all within walking distance. So uh, I'm d- delighted to have. Uh, have this event in in our lovely village hall. Great, and uh, you'll no sooner will you have recovered from uh, the celebration in February than you'll be celebrating, I gather, again in March. Again, yes, this is uh, on the tenth uh, of March. Uh, the hurling club is uh, holding a uh, victory dinner dance in the Woodstock Hotel out there in Ennis, and uh, to celebrate our under twenty one B championship win last year, and. Uh, so, so we're looking forward to that, and but uh, it's a bit of a double celebration, uh, as as everyone will, will painfully remember. Uh, over the last few years, it's been difficult to have um, uh, communal events, and uh, so so we're finally getting the opportunity to celebrate our 2019 um, Junior C Championship win as well. Seems a long time ago now. Yes. Um, although I have to remember, remember many, many of the matches, it was very good, very entertaining competition, and uh, and, and obviously we did very well. So uh, we're we're looking forward to celebrating both those wins um, oh. in in the coming weeks. Well, that's brilliant because uh, better late than never, anyway. And uh, absolutely, and those the lads in what it's it's uh, over three years ago now, so. Um, I'm sure they'd be delighted to to meet up as well and reminisce a bit and uh, absolutely and receive yes. their medals. Exactly, exactly. Yes, and of course the under twenty one B. I mean that was a great achievement in the latter part of last year. So it they, was, and it was uh, it was a, <laughs> a very close uh, run thing at the very end. So uh, um, it was a great match actually, and uh, yeah, it was good. I suppose so, that, uh, that that makes it all the worthwhile having to. It does. You yeah. know, it had to be earned. It did, and, and, and in fairness, we played some, uh, you know, some some very worthy opponents. Uh, no win is an easy win, uh, but but I think this was, you know, the, the standard was very high. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, very good. And Martin, um, I would say, would say your your pitch is in great shape, and your we were down there just before Christmas uh, in the stand for the other under for the under twenty one C final. And um, we have experienced your uh, commentary position, but uh, the the GA club have acquired some property, I believe. Absolutely, yes. Um, as I as I mentioned earlier on, we're, we're very lucky in Broadford in as much as all of our facilities and amenities are sort of located centrally within the village. Um, that includes the hall, as I said, and also includes the uh, the hurling club and, and the pitch and, and the clubhouse. Um, but but that does come with some cost. Um, you know, it, it it doesn't make it easy to or, or near impossible in in our case to to find adjoining land to be able to build a training pitch. And we have a very fine pitch. Um, the, the pitch committee and volunteers do a fantastic job of maintaining it. It's uh, always in a good state of repair. It's actually closed at the moment for for six weeks, whilst the uh, uh, grass. Is, has been resodded around around the goal, so that obviously needs to take take um, take root, as it were. Yes. So, but, but so so that makes training difficult. Um, and as I say, we we there's no natural uh, naturally available land around the pitch to open a, a, a training pitch. Hmm. 
So the opportunity came up recently to, to buy a house uh, in Broadford. Anyone who knows Broadford will, will no doubt recall there's a, a, a large um, early 19th century house uh, on the corner um, as you come round the village from, from Broadford, sorry, from Limerick City. Uh, and as you turn left there towards Six Mile Bridge, the clubhouse, the club and the clubhouse and the pitch are on the left and on the right hand side is this uh, vacant house. Been vacant for 10 years, I think at least probably, uh, and it's, I mean, time has taken its toll. It's in a pretty sorry state. Um, the windows are boarded up. Um, it's, you know, it's structurally sound, I believe, and there's, there's a good roof on it. Um, but but it's just been neglected, and um, you know how things have been over the last few years with with um, derelict properties all, all all throughout East Clare and, and Clare generally. Um, so it's good to get the opportunity to to purchase this house, and it comes with some some land at the back, not enough to um, to put in a, a full size pitch but certainly enough to put in uh, tra- training facilities, tra- uh, some form of training pitch. Yes. Um, so so this, this was a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to secure this, this, this property. So, so that's, that's now been done, signed, sealed, and delivered. Uh, and now the um, onerous task of, of, of fundraising and planning what we're going to do and the best way to do it to actually get the use out of this new asset as soon as possible. Yes, and that has to begin soon. Okay, but it's going to be it's going to be marvelous because first of all, it, it will save wear and tear on your main pitch. Uh, it'll allow a lot of training to take place in the new place, and uh, exactly, yeah. And of course, it'll there'll be a cost element involved. But I'm sure that hasn't stopped you before. No, exactly. I mean, there is, and, and as you know, we have a there's an all weather weather surface there. Um, for the school, so you know, thank, thank, thanks to the school, we, we make good use of that surface, and uh, you know, the car park and the ball, ball wall is is good as well. But but nothing beats um, a good training pitch, really. So yes. so we look forward to that. Yes, yeah. Well, that'll be brilliant to look forward to over the next couple of years as you as you set about developing that. Martin, that's great. Uh, loads of things happening, and I suppose that the teams are probably getting into training at this stage for the year ahead. So we look forward to uh, meeting yourself and uh, the various teams on the fields of play during the year. Yeah, we look forward to it too. Thank okay. you very much, Jim. Martin Cooper, our correspondent of Broadford, many thanks for joining us again today. Thank you.